Welcome back, challenge fans, to the seventh episode of the challenge called From Teresa with Love. So this is a very Teresa-filled episode. And she shines this episode through her gameplay that people are not really necessarily liking the way she plays. So let's get into it. We come back to the crater where old teams begin to form again. So by old teams, I mean that Anissa picks to be with Fessy again. Casey decides to be with Leroy and Devin is now rogue. So after this elimination, the challengers go back to their house and this is where Teresa is basically standing out more in this game. So Teresa knew about Big T's plan the whole time because when Big T was telling people of what she wants to do, she, Teresa was in the room with her hearing all this plan of taking out a vet. So because Teresa know, people are saying that she is being sneaky, she's being fake, she's playing a different kind of game. And the fact that Teresa is actually like one of Anissa's number one people in the house, like Alliance, um, that's why it doesn't sit with them well that she's being, that Teresa's being sneaky behind Anissa's back because she could have told her, Anissa about the plan that Big T was having, but she didn't do that. And the people who are kind of against her gameplay are like uh, Lolo, Cam, and Ashley. And even Nani. Nani um, was talking to one of the girls saying that that's just how she always played in the past. She would be friends with you, but then also stab you in the back when the time comes. In this case, you know, she just knew that her friend was going in and decided to withhold that secret from Anissa. And, you know, she didn't tell her because, you know, that's airing out her game, right? So the next morning, Teresa hears that Lolo has a specific issue about the way how she plays the game. And Teresa's like, you know, I want to know what's going on with you. I hear that you have issues. So, you know, Lolo's straight up asking her, like, where do you lie? Do you lie with the vets or are you loyal to the rookies? Where do you lie? And Teresa is kind of getting a little defensive in a defensive way that she is kind of arguing with Lolo when Lolo's just simply asking her a cut and dry question. Lolo's not getting upset over it or yelling about it, but Teresa is. She gets defensive to the point where Lolo says, like, don't talk to me like that. And then that's when Teresa apologizes and says, sorry, I'm just getting a little bit over emotional right now because of how the game is looking like. She pretty much says, like, if I got you, I got you. Like, if you're my number one, you're my number one. So it seems that Lolo is one of Teresa's numbers for an alliance member. And maybe that's why Lolo can well, wanted to confront her about it with that regards. So we also see in the next room that Leo is having a conversation with Nani about his upbringing. He was, you know, in a group home when he was a teenager, not for a long time, but it kind of messed him up a little bit, right? He's living in this situation and he's always, you know, he wakes up, he sees strangers, he's not necessarily close with anybody. And even I guess the where they are located kind of reminds them of where their group home is. It kind of triggers him mentally and he's been in his head throughout the entirety of that morning until he kind of decides that he is leaving. So 
he goes and packs and stuff and he tells his partner that he's leaving he's just mentally can't he's like checked out right and not only that but with with the way how time is of when they filmed it they filmed this in i would assume sometime in the summer when COVID-19 was very apparent so by them doing that I can see how mentally he probably was going through in that mindset so he just wanted to get back home I also looked at the after show to get more scoop on it and he outlines specifically why he left he pretty much said that he just doesn't have it in him to screw people over he liked some people in the house and he can't think of any reasons for him to lie, cheat, or steal in a way to get a million dollars. He wanted to maintain the relationships outside of a house without trying to destroy it in the house. So I get where he's coming from with that. He also has a pregnant wife at home and kids and he misses them, right? He left her alone and it's COVID time so he's worried that if she gets sick, if the kids get sick a lot of that's going in his mind and it took a toll on his mental health and also being miles apart doesn't help either he just felt mentally he needed a break and i applaud him for speaking up about his mental health situation and the fact that he sought out to leave to get you know a clearer mind than to suffer through the consequences and then try to win this money that is not necessarily guaranteed so good for Leo for backing up his reasoning and also speaking up about mental health for himself because that's a hard thing to do to talk about it right so their next mission the challengers go to this area where it's like a cold wet damp kind of place and that's when TJ announces that Leo have left based on his mental health reasons and Gabby also gets to be alone but not necessarily because TJ puts Gabby with Devin and they become a partnership since Leo is no longer in the game. So then TJ starts to announce their next mission called Smuggle Run. So each team has to carry this large big old capsule, these large thick capsules over their shoulders and they have to run about five miles uh, to the finish line. Now along the way there's three different kinds of checkpoints and they must complete those checkpoints in order to move on. TJ also says that if they win this challenge not only do they become double agents but they also get this P3 energy boost package which is sponsoring the challenge for that episode. So they get to win that prize plus if a team wins they'll get $3,000 each. So the agents pick up their capsules just as TJ starts to blow the horn and they are gunning down the race. Jay and Teresa are last while Doral and Amber B are in first place and Leroy and Casey are catching up to them and also Corey and Ashley are right behind Leroy's team. So at one point Jay and Teresa have this momentum and then they start booking it way around past Leroy and Casey and they manage to get behind Darrell and Amber B. So 
I see the teams that gets the first checkpoint and they are Corey and Ashley, Kyle, Cam, Leroy and Casey, Josh and Nani and Jay and Teresa. So what they have to do is that they have to use their capsules to climb over the wall by sticking their capsule through the wall. So Fessy and Anissa are the last ones to get to this checkpoint and Anissa is starting to feel bad because height for her is an issue because she's shorter than Fessy and he is pretty much doing all the lifting of it. She also knows that her endurance is not really great but she also kind of like you'll see this during the entirety of the episode she kind of complains about the endurance part and she doesn't really necessarily take it serious even though it's a mini final and with that I have some thoughts on that my own self because I've always said that Anissa is a good player and I feel like she would be better off with someone else and I still think that I'm still sticking to that I think she should have picked Darrell because Darrell would have helped her with her confidence issues however I will be on Anissa's side for the fact height is an issue because as I'm watching them carry these time capsules you're putting more weight on the shorter person than the tall person because the tall person is is just kind of hoisting it up but all that heavy weight is being put on to the lower end of it because it's kind of hanging. So I understand where she's coming from, how it's being actually tough on her on that side of things. And I think that's why she kind of give up. But the thing is, she was complaining about how she just doesn't want to run anymore. And I, I really cringe at that because I really want her to do well this season, but she needs to run. She needs to be confident. And she is very much worried about looking bad in front of her partner. Hence why I think if she was with Darrell, Darrell would, if anything, uplift her and not make her feel bad, which make her want to try harder to win this, even though it's a mini final. I just think she fucked herself, honestly, by picking the wrong partner. Because Fessy is a good kind of partner for, I guess, taking care of the physicality of an of a challenge or endurance or running and stuff like that but actual partner for his communication it fails like he will work with her but at the same time he doesn't like to be with her and I think she knows that and also just I don't know like I feel like if again if she had more confidence with the help of her partner like uplifting her saying that she is great she is this she is that then she would actually try and that's just my opinion so so far at this point Corey and Ashley are in the lead and they make it to the next checkpoint they have to solve a puzzle which is little blocks that they have to get out of their time capsule and just put it together each row of these little circle things has to equal up to 38 so Corey is letting Ashley take the reins on this one which good strategy because Ashley's really great at puzzles and because of that they win that checkpoint very soon in a hurry and they're off to the next checkpoint and then Jay and Teresa also arrive and they finish their puzzle piece very quickly now what went wrong is that Corey and Ashley went the wrong way which sucks because that delays their time by like at least 30 seconds to maybe 10 minutes or so 
and Jay and Teresa are going the right way and they are now currently in the lead being in first place. So the rest of the teams that gets to the to the puzzle are struggling. They elapse at different times and Anissa and Fessy are the last ones to make it there. And when they finally make it there, three teams are timed out. And the three teams are Josh and Nani, Casey and Leroy, and Amber and Darrell. Followed by CT and Big T, Lolo and Nam, Michi and Amber, Gabby and Devin. So Fessy and Anissa managed to finish their puzzle as soon as they got there on their third attempt but as they did everybody else was pretty much already gone anyways because they got timed out so they're still in last place. Jay and Teresa are still in the first place and they're also like not too far from Corey and Ashley. Then Cam and Kyle are in the third running. So when they cross that finish line it's actually Jay and Teresa are like takes the win. They win their challenge followed by Ashley and Corey behind them and then Kyle and Cam and after Kyle and Cam comes in Nani and Josh, Casey and Leroy, Darrell and Amber, Lolo and Nam, Gabby and Devin and Amber, M and Michi, Big T and CT, Bessie and Nisa crossing the finish line last. So Nam is pissed off at Lolo for yelling at him and I didn't mention this earlier but when they were running with their time capsule they were actually having issues with each other communication wise because see Lolo wants Nam to talk to her like tell her where to go what to do how to do it uh just kind of communicate but she's like screaming at him while she's talking to him at the same time so he's like kind of understanding but at the same time he's shutting down because she's yelling at him right and she's getting more agitated because she wants to finish strong and he doesn't so again Jade and Teresa are the winners and they are now the double agents they also get p3 energy boost package plus their three thousand dollars that they each get just doubled to six thousand because their sponsor decides to you know give them more and that is a very great win for them they get a prize package plus money in their bank bruh if they don't even win a million dollars at least they still get three grand so back at the house ashley asks teresa where her head is at and teresa simply says to fuck bitches up i actually really like that line because a lot of people were trying to gun for Teresa. So if Teresa never won that challenge, she would have definitely went into the elimination. And she knew it. So the fact that she won and she pretty much said aha to all of them. And they're like kind of scared now because she has the power. And Ashley's the first one in there trying to save herself at, at this point. So I love her response was the fuck bitches up. Yes, Teresa, fuck those bitches up. Not all of them, but, like, I get where she's coming from. The fact that she's coming back in to the game after, like, six years of not being on it is great. She still has it, you know? But, anyways. All the challengers go to their party spot, the party dome. And this... Not a lot has happened in this short segment, but Jay and Kyle talk about the possibilities of who's going in and Jay is telling Kyle that he will let him know if Cam and Kyle are going to be the names in their heads 
And Kyle's like, yeah, man, yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then also Fessy flirts with Gabby again this time. Um, she seems to be warming up to him because she has these walls and, you know, she's calling him arrogant. He's like, arrogant. I mean, yeah, Fessy's arrogant. He thinks he's better than everybody, like physically in an elimination or so. But he actually just kind of picks on the little guys, just like Rogan. I was rooting for Fessy. It's just he's he's just being messy this season or something like eh. So I'm going to move on. The next day, Teresa is thinking about getting her skull. She tells Jay that she kind of wants to get it in, but she doesn't necessarily know if it's a girl's day. So she does want to put Ashley in as Hellsfoot. That she did think about for a while and she wants to put her in. She was trying to get people around the house to actually vote for Ashley in as well. Reason behind is because Ashley is a big competitor in the eyes of female eliminations and female in a challenge. So she's a big fish that she wants to get out. But does she actually want to get her hands dirty? So it's deliberation time and Nani makes a note that Jay and Teresa wants a vote to go towards someone specific she does ask if that's what everyone is trying to do. Are you guys going to vote their way instead of your own personal way? Then Leroy kind of stirs a pot a little bit. Like everybody takes a notice that he says, well, I'm not voting Ashley in. Ashley had no idea that she was going in or even was thinking about going in really until Leroy just drops it. She's, that's when Ashley starts to make her case, you know? So Ashley is like, first of all, if it's a girl's day, but it may not be considering there hasn't been any word about it yet. It could be a guy's day. You don't know. Like, if you try to put me in, you could just be going against my partner instead. Her second note was that if Teresa sees something in a creator that she doesn't want to do and she decides not to go in against her, then someone else has to. And do any of you guys want to go against me? And thirdly, her next point is that partners are changing all the time. With girls, it's gonna put a target on her head because she's done very well with being a two-time champ and also making it to three different kinds of finals. So she's telling the guys that, I understand it from the perspective of female voting me in, but for a guy, you guys would want a stronger person here rather than keeping the weak players and see this is where Amber's like and I say Amber M not Amber B Amber M is like well you know there's a lot of the time that people gas out in the final and they can't do it they fall over and that's when Ashley kind of shuts her down by saying listen I'm a two-time champ I've been in three finals I don't gas out you want to go against me in the final or do you not <laughs> she didn't say it like that but she was pretty much saying like like she doesn't she doesn't gas out they call her a million dollar Mitchell for a reason so Amber can't really say anything about that Amber M is kind of annoying in in this show she's kind of just trying to play a scared game my mentality is do what you want to do for your game if you can and don't be scared to go in because for you to be able to compete in the final you need to go in anyways to get your skull for an elimination don't try to look for the easy way out just do what you gotta do and focus and get it in 
that's just my opinion and I think Amber is like oh I'm not I'm not weak I'm not this but don't put me in that's that's what I get from her so that's when everyone starts to vote individually based and majority of the people are voting three team members so far people are voting for Ashley and Corey then they're also voting for Michi and Amber M and also Devin and Gabby we also find out in the next scene that the compromise vote is Corey and Ashley and Jay and Teresa mostly Teresa is ecstatic she really she really is happy that Ashley is going in so Jay's like, okay, well, who do you want to put in now that you got your wish about Ashley? And Teresa is like, Nani and Josh. And he's kind of like, eh, because he has that whole, you know, Big Brother Alliance thing. So he's kind of iffy about Josh. So then she's like, okay, um, um, Cam and Kyle. Cam and Kyle to go against Ashley and Corey. Which I was thinking about her mission, right? And her mission is to get Ashley out. So my question is, why are you not going in there to do, to do the bidding? Why do you have to have Cam do it? Cam is a very good competitor, and I know she'll come back. I know Ashley and Cam, between the two, that I think Cam would be more likely to come back because she's very good. Her elimination track record is off the charts. So I think, I don't know, like I can see why she would put Cam in to take out Ashley but I'm just saying like you said you wanted to go in to get your skull so why not go in yourself and do it do you not have confidence that you can beat Ashley is that it that's one of the things that kind of crossed my mind so Teresa goes to Cam's room and talks to her about the possibility of going in she says that if there's a headbanger in the crater and if you want to go against her I will put you in no doubt about it. If you don't want to, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I won't put you in. That's what she told Cam. Cam's like, eh, I don't want to go in. <laughs> Cam doesn't want to go in um, unless it's a banger. And it is what it is. So Teresa's like, okay, fine. So the elimination is activated now. At the crater, TJ calls down. Corey and Ashley as the compromised house vote and this shocked all of them. They are super angry because they're like, why did you put me in? You said you weren't going to do this. You said you weren't going to vote this way. Everybody lied to us. Jay, you lied to us. And in a confessional, I have to bring this up. CT is like, welcome to the challenge. People lie. And I'm just like, yeah, they do. So I don't know why you guys get shocked every single time. Your best friend can even lie and say, yeah, they won't put you in and they will. Like, this is a game for a million dollars. People are going to be snakes. That's how it is. That's how the game is played. But, you know, she still got shocked and angry. And I don't know. I just feel like you just need to get your skull. So you need to go in there anyways, regardless to get your skull in order to run the final. But that's just my way of looking at it. So TJ asks Jay and Teresa if they want to come down to get their skull. And they said no. They're going to send someone else in. And they chose Cam and Kyle. Cam is upset because she did not want to go in. She wasn't prepared to go in and she told her that she didn't want to go in. But Teresa just want to go with her plan anyways because, you know, she's again, she's going against what is works best for her plan. So Teresa explained that she wants Ashley out of the game and for her to do that, she wants a person that can be able to take her out and out of all the females in the game right now, Cam is that person to take out Ashley. If anyone can take out Ashley, it's Cam. 
I see her reasoning far as her game goes. Jay sided with Teresa and picked her anyways because he didn't want to ruffle feathers with Teresa. I feel like it kind of hurt his chances a little bit because he was cool with Leroy, he was cool with Corey. I mean, sure you can burn the vote on Corey, but now you kind of fucked up Cam and, and Leroy and they all got numbers in the house right now. I hope it doesn't go wrong for you, Jay. Anyways, once they go down there, TJ says the men have to step aside because it's girls day so it turns out it was a girls day cam and ashley will have to get mentally ready and prepared for this game called dead ringer they will have to start on their podiums and they would have to swing back and forth to place their rings on their posts if they drop a ring they have to wait until they use all of their rings then get the ring that's on the floor back up again first person to do this six times wins the challenge and earns their skull so ashley and cam are on their podium swinging and at first it's a struggle to find a rhythm but cam manages to pull through and she gets her first ring in and then another one shortly after so right now she already has two rings on the post ashley is struggling to get the hang of it she is in her head thinking angry just shocked about everything of everyone putting her in She's just super mad that she can't swing correctly. She gets close and makes a toss instead of actually placing it on. And because she made a toss, a ring falls to the ground. But once that happens, she starts to get a swing. She gets one onto the post for herself. Kim puts her third and fourth ring on. Ashley gets her second one, but also drops another ring. So there's two rings on the ground and she has to get the rest of her rings up still in order to pick those two up to put it on. And it's at that moment that I knew that Ashley was not winning. Cam is definitely going to win. 100%. So Cam puts her fifth one and then she has one more, which she does put another one up and that makes six rings already on her post. And this is her win. This is her 10th win, actually in her all-time record since entering the challenge on her rookie season. Cam is a force to be reckoned with. Out of all the females that have played this game, right, we have a lot of great original women that was on the challenge. Like I stated in my last episode, Kara, Laurel, Evelyn, Sarah, those girls are really good at this game. Cam could have the potential to be on their level and she is very good she just needs to make a final win she has made it to the final actually but she didn't win but if she won that would actually secure the win underneath her belt and I think she's very good and she knows that she's good so I'm glad for her she's not I don't think she's arrogant at all because some people think that she is I mean I think she's just best at her game and she focused on just getting what she has to get done and it is what it is. That's what you got to do eventually. So she's happy that she won. And she also earned her skull. So now she can go into the final. Good for you, Cam. So Jay and Teresa pretty much just put a target on their back. So Cam has her gold skull and has a decision to make. She could stay with Kyle, get with Corey, or infiltrate any other person of the different teams. And she chooses to stick with Kyle because she likes being with Kyle. They already build that team structure. And she is just you know she just likes to be with him and a lot of guys up on the stage wanted to be with cam every single guy wanted to have cam as a partner why because cam is the best challenger right there if tori hadn't went home 
hell, I would even say that Kim is better than Tori. My opinion. If if I'm really thinking about it, Kim is a better competitor than Tori. Tori is a good competitor, but like not like not like if I were to say all across the board, oomph, Cam, 100%. She took out Ashley. So what does that tell you? She took out Ashley and she also took out uh, Tori in a different elimination a long time ago. So it just goes to show you that she's really good and a lot of people now want her. CT is even acknowledging her now. He's like, I want her as a teammate. <laughs> but she decides to stick with Kyle and I say good for her. And Kyle was so happy that she chose to stay with him. Because he was like, please stay with me. Please stay with me. Uh, he was happy as like a little child. It was so cute. So Corey is now rogue and he will get a female partner next week. So next week that means there will be a guy's elimination in order for him to get a female partner. So next week, Kim is gunning for Teresa in a challenge mission. Fessy gets in a fight with, it looks like Kyle and Josh is kind of in the middle of it. I don't know exactly what they're arguing about, but but Fessy was talking about how he's a beast in eliminations and how he can take out anybody and everybody is scared to go against him. Fessy, really? You're a big dude. You look intimidating, but I don't know. I feel like he is like, yeah, I'm a big person, but I'm going to pick on the little guy type, just like Rogan. I think he's good, but I don't know. I feel like Kyle could take him out. And, you know, Fessy had the chance to go against Kyle and he didn't. But he chose to go against someone that's uberly small, which is Nelson. Not saying Nelson is uberly small, but height difference in a hall brawl, that's like a total disadvantage. And not only that, but you literally threw dirt in his eyes, stomped on his hands, and got way too dirty. I don't know. Something about Fessy rubs me the wrong way this season. Um... But yeah, he's going to get into a fight next week. So one last note that I wanted to make of is when Lolo and Nam got back to the house and they're arguing about their communication differences, she was talking to him like, I'm an Olympian. I've been on teams my entirety of my life and I do this professionally and you are the worst teammate that I've ever had. To me, I... You see, I'm a person that has been in a lot of sports teams and I've also done single player teams like track and field. So like I have the aspect of both so I can understand where she's coming from. You need communication, but at the same time, she's putting all the blame on Nam and I don't like that in a partner. I feel like the fact that she's sitting there and yelling at him during the whole entirety of the the challenge mission that they were doing didn't help what he had to do. I felt like she was, I don't know, like she, the way how she talked to him, I didn't like. And then she wanted to put some tears in there. I'm just like, get out of here with that. Nam was doing his best and he shut down because you were sitting there screaming at him. No one's going to perform well if you're screaming at them like that. I get she's frustrated and whatnot, but at the same time, it's like you gotta figure out a way to communicate with with your partner. And then she says that's that's the worst partnership I've ever done. Nam is a single person player, so I don't know. I felt like 
a lot of it could have been worked out if they just I don't know talked about it and stuff like that I feel like they're like in a relationship or something like I don't know like if they're in a relationship with each other they're having poor communication and they're also teammates I feel like that's also gonna get in the way of that money that they're trying to compete for like I was talking about with Anissa you don't need a partner that's just good at the physical shit you also need a person that's good on the mental section politics and also being if it's a partner situation like this for example be a good partner learn to communicate communication is key with partnerships because otherwise you could be screwed right i think nob is treating him like that like it's a shitty situation that they're about to go through so anyways that's the challenge episode thank you for listening to me lady b and i'll see you guys next week